You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 192. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, a fiduciary, an educator, and a wealth advisor. It is great to be with you today, and today's episode is, Are You Planning for the Right Retirement? What? the heck does that mean? We'll get into that in just a minute, but are you somebody who can live in the gray? You know what I'm saying? I mean, there are a lot of people out there, and I find myself in this category a lot of time where we need to live in the black and white. There must be an answer for everything. Or said another way, There must only be one answer for everything. And living in the black and white, if you're in that world, it's very difficult to think gray. It's very difficult for our minds or to wrap our brains around the fact that there could be more than one right answer. Because in the black and white world, we say, This can't be. There's got to be enough information out there that there's only one right answer. I mean, isn't that the way we seem to all be living our political lives, etc.? We're all so polarized. We can't see that there might be a couple of right answers because in the black and white world, Two answers don't exist. But if you can take a step back and appreciate the fact that there sometimes are more than one right answer, and the gray is not a bad place to be. I spend a lot of time in the gray. In fact, when it came to retirement planning, I always thought there was an exact right answer for everyone. When, of course, it's so hard sometimes for us to plan for retirement because of the two big things we can never control, and that is inflation and our stock market returns. That's why last week in episode 191, if you haven't listened to it, go back, listen to 191. We talked a lot about withdrawal rates in retirement, that we can't sit in a lab and come up with a 4% rule or 5% rule or 3% rule and think that's the right way to go. Always, we must be flexible, not only in our retirement planning, but everything that we do. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. Are you planning for the right retirement? 
So recently, I read inside of the psych, the Psychological Science Review. It was a paper done by I'm going to screw this name up for sure. Powd the V and Willens, and they had a research paper out in the Psychological Science Review called The Effects of Retirement on Sense of Purpose in Life, Crisis or Opportunity. And I'm not going to bore you with all of the details, but retirement, let's just think about retirement for a second. We're all working hard so that one day we don't have to work very hard. Retirement is often seen as a time of freedom, freedom from the job that we're tied to right now, and opportunity all of the time we get back. What are we going to do? And it's all after a lifetime of work. But while research has shown that retiring can lead to gains in life satisfaction, boy, I want more life satisfaction. So research shows that retiring can lead to gains in life satisfaction and decreases in depression. Sounds good so far. Retirement also has been shown to reduce an individual's sense of purpose. All right, so two good things, one not so good thing. But it makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, as a person, I mean, think of yourself. As you work, you're contributing to society. People are counting on you. In some cases, you're doing really good work. So you might feel a reduced sense of purpose after leaving your job. That's the mental aspect of retirement. That's part of the gray area. We spend all of our time figuring out if we can get this money thing right, but we forget about the mental aspects of retirement. So with all this in mind, these researchers used a survey, or should I say a bunch of data from a survey, to consider whether socioeconomic status has an impact on one's sense of purpose after retiring. They came up with their hypothesis thinking, well, is it everyone that loses a sense of purpose? Is it only some types of people? And does it have an impact with your socioeconomic status? So contrary to the broader finding of a reduced sense of purpose, the authors found that retirement had a positive impact on the sense of purpose of individuals with low socioeconomic status. So we might be onto something. It doesn't affect all people. So people with a low socioeconomic status often reported having a job that was not satisfying and providing a sense of purpose in the first place. So how can you lose your sense of purpose if you never felt it in the first place? So this suggests that being free of an unsatisfying job and having the opportunity now, the time to pursue more meaningful activities can improve the sense of purpose for these individuals. If it means living in a reduced income compared to when they were working, that's cool. They're cool with that. Sitting in a job right now, producing no sense of purpose, leaving that job, and maybe not being able to do all the things you want to do, all the traveling you want to do, et cetera, et cetera, but the sense of purpose you gain by getting your time back and doing things that now create purpose in your life. Are you following me, family stewards? 
Because I don't know about you, but when I retire, I want more life satisfaction. I want decreases in depression. And I want an increased sense of purpose, not a decrease. So we've learned that it isn't really affecting low socioeconomic or someone with a low socioeconomic status. But here we go, family steward. On the other hand, the research does also affirm that individuals who do have a career that creates a sense of purpose need to consider how they will replicate feeling this way in retirement. Listen, I have seen this in my retired couples. I specialize in couples who are getting close to retirement and in retirement. Those are a large majority of my clients that I work with day in and day out at Fortress Planning Group. It is my specialty. So I often hear clients and I check in with them every three and six months when we're meeting, how is retirement going? And as I've talked about in past podcasts, sometimes there's an initial heightened sense of emotions that are feeling really good. But after that honeymoon wears off, people are trying to find their sense of purpose. So in reading further, I came across an article by Michael Kitsis who describes the three different types of retirement. So how about this? Retirement isn't black and white, is it? There's different types of retirement. And so you, family steward, need to figure out what kind of retirement you want, what type that I'm about to describe, and go after it because each one of them require different types of planning with your money in order to get there. So if you assume for a moment that reaching the moment of retirement doesn't actually mean the end of work, but merely the end of a current job or career, opening the door to a new type of work instead, and potentially one where it matters less how much you make, well, then we need to talk about different types of retirement. How are you going to get there? And my guess is it's going to be one of the three types that I'm going to describe. The first type of retirement is what we call the traditional type of retirement. It's the one that we're all most familiar with. We save early and often. And if you're listening to a financial podcast like this one, you are saving early and often. And your socioeconomic status is probably not low. It's probably average or high, which means you really need to think about your sense of purpose. So the traditional retirement, we save early and often. We invest prudently for growth and retire as soon as you're financially able. If you grow your retirement portfolio fast enough, you can retire early. If not, you'll at least have the opportunity to retire in your 60s when Social Security becomes available. Your time in retirement in the traditional retirement is filled with leisure or perhaps engagement through volunteer work, but without any financial gain. It's leisure. It's volunteer. You're not even thinking about making more money because you are on the fast course to become financially free so you could retire. That's the traditional retirement. These are the people that I deal with most. It's probably you saving as fast as we can to get to a retirement. But there's a couple more. 
The second type of retirement is a form of semi-retirement, where your work is scaled back but not eliminated. This might entail starting a business, pursuing a new career, or engaging in consulting or part-time work in a prior career. In essence, semi-retirement in this context means retirement from the current full-time job or work, but not necessarily from any work. In fact, some level of ongoing and paid, see, that's different than the traditional, ongoing paid work would be anticipated, which helps both that personal fulfillment that we're trying to get, the personal well-being that we're trying to get because we want to keep that. We don't want to fall into depression because we used to be counted on and now we're not, but it also provides substantial ongoing financial assistance. And the good news here is this means that if you're thinking of the semi-retirement, that you'll be able to reach that semi-retirement earlier than the traditional retirement. I mean, really, if you're going to start a business, start a new career, engaging in consulting or part-time work in a prior career that you're in, I have clients right now who've worked for corporations, have retired, and now they're working as consultants to the same company. They still get that fulfillment and well-being. They're consulting in a part-time capacity, but it's not like they're working at Home Depot for $12 or $15 an hour. There's still some nice money coming in. This is the semi-retirement. It helps fill that gap of missing out on that personal fulfillment and well-being. Maybe this is something you haven't thought of before. Maybe it has, but we have traditional retirement. We have the semi-retirement. And the third type, the third type of retirement is engaging in a series of what we call temporary retirements. What does that mean? Well, in essence, we're talking about sabbatical breaks that occur with some planned regularity or periodically for a limited period of time. And after which, you return to the working world, albeit in a potentially new job or career track. In this approach to retirement, the act of retiring, withdrawing from the working world, is not something that comes to an end, ever, but instead is dispersed more regularly throughout your productive years, perhaps as transitions between extended careers. Have you done that before, taking sabbaticals, wanting to go on a whole new career path? but taking some time for yourself first to recharge. And I'm not talking about taking two weeks or three months, maybe taking a year or two off. And maybe that's happened three or four or five times in your working career. So your batteries are just jamming. They're charged. They're different than the grind that people who have four and five weeks of vacation and have been working for 25 years straight, less of a chance for potential burnouts. And depending on your situation or inclination or type of work or chosen profession, the pace of sabbaticals could be less frequent, but for longer periods of time or for shorter periods that occur more often. The phase of retirement at the end would be shortened, though, as those retirement years are intentionally 
redistributed into early phases of life. So how about that? That's a whole lot different framing retirement, the traditional retirement we all know about. We may all know about the semi-retirement, but what about temporary retirements? First, you have to be good with knowing that you're not going to retire early. You're not going to retire at age 55 or 60 because that's not the point. We're exchanging those years between 55 and maybe 70, however your plan works out, to get some of those early retirement years in even earlier. I think it's a whole new way of looking at retirement. And now that we know the three phases of retirement, let's go back to the research that these folks did on a sense of purpose in life. If you want to keep your sense of purpose, I think a series of temporary retirements over the course of your career, where you take time away from work, but return after a sabbatical, or even the semi-retirement, where you work part-time helping to maintain the sense of purpose, while also expanding your opportunities for leisure, which can improve what? Your overall well-being. Did you hear that? This is how we can get all three of what we need. I mean, we want increases in life satisfaction. We want decreases in depression. And we want to maintain our sense of purpose. So my job as an advisor, or your job as a do-it-yourselfer, is to plan your finances accordingly. I mean, in the end, individuals across the wealth spectrum are searching for a sense of purpose. But while retiring from an unsatisfying job might open up new opportunities for some individuals to create this feeling, this sense of purpose, those who felt a sense of purpose in their jobs might want to consider how they will maintain that sense as they transition out of their career or whether they would actually be happier sticking with their career. Isn't that weird? Would you be happier sticking with your career? Perhaps you simply want to work reduced hours to promote your work-life balance. Where do you fit on this spectrum, family steward? Do you want to keep racing towards the traditional retirement? Or do you want to look at a semi-retirement and start planning financially for that? Because if that's the case, you can start to plan retirement earlier than you ever dreamed. Or finally, does the third type of retirement entice you? Those temporary retirements or you're taking some of your retirement years early in your life, maybe in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, a series of little small retirements, and then you're back in there. You're jamming again. You're back in the workforce. I mean, this is something that we don't talk about every day. We talk about the traditional retirement. Maybe we talk about the semi-retirement. We rarely talk about the series of retirements, that third type of retirement. But that's where living in the gray, there isn't one right answer for everybody, but there is an answer for you. Let's start working on that today to be the best 
family steward you can be. This is all the time I have. I hope everyone has an outstanding week, and I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.